We're going to bring in play-by-play man Cam Moon in just a second, but first, let's get this Oilers extra all set up with Morley Scott. Uh, it was uh, a long game to end a short series. Uh, just uh, <laughs> The more you think about it, the more unbelievable it is. Uh, the Oilers lose to the Jets in four straight. It was a 4-3 triple OT game last night. Here's how it rolled out. It's do or die for the Edmonton Oilers, staring at a 3-0 series deficit and trying to do what no Oiler club has ever done, and that's win a game when they've been down 3-0 in a best of seven. Here's Kyle Connor walking in, feeding the point for Morrissey. Wheeler, back door, one-timer score, Mark Shifley, power play goal, and the Jets have made it 1-0 at 6-16 of the first period. We want to, we want to become a team that's, uh, that's a playoff team every year the more times you give yourself a chance the, the greater chance you have to be successful and you know we've had two years in a row here we've got in we've got to continue to improve there's some there's some building blocks that are in place that we need to uh, continue to build on but we want to be a playoff every team every year give ourselves a chance to compete for the cup every year. Pulley-Arvey ahead for McDavid. Drop pass, dry subtle. Back to McDavid. Cuts behind. Wraparound score, and this game is tied. Connor McDavid's first goal of the series. It's... It's a, it's, a, it's a weird series. It's a weird sweep for sure. Here's Morrissey redirected behind Mike Smith from the left point. A tip by Mason Appleton, and that's his first career playoff goal. The Jets regain the lead. You go over the four games and you know, a couple bounces in the, in the, in the eight-minute stretch. Like, for a lot, a lot of that series, we played good hockey. And, and the, way that, the way that we drew it up, like... A lot of things that you go back and watch. You'd be happy, happy for a group like that. You know, we adapted and played hard. It sucks to sing here right now. It, it sucks for, for all of us. Here's Larson firing a pass right wing for Zach Cassian. Middle of the ice. Nugent Hopkins launched. Save made. Hellbuck rebound score. Nugent Hopkins ties the game at two. Left everything out there. We put a lot of pucks on that. We had guys going around the net. We worked the mole. Um, some great looks and Smitty hung in there when we needed to make a stop and, and he did and um, didn't go for us so it's uh it's really you know, we battled we tried uh tried our best but um like I said it's tough to tough to watch another year kind of kind of go by I mean it's not a lack of effort it's just uh but regardless it's still uh, it's tough tough to see McDavid waiting up top now between circles, still with a puck. Nugent Hopkins, one-timer dry subtle. Stopped by Hellbuck, rebound, chase on, he scores! Alex, chase on, power play goal! And Edmonton has its first lead of game four at three to two! But the Oilers with a turnover in the high slot, a giveaway by Bear, a centering pass, Connor, one-timer score! Mark Shifley has tied the game! His second of the night, and it's three all with 14 minutes left. Pionk and Forbert are just trading the puck back and forth, and it seems like Winnipeg is content to play overtime for a third consecutive game in this series, and a third time in four nights, and that's what we'll do. And now Connor McDavid busts out of the zone with Leon Dreisaitl. Oilers pour over the line. McDavid gave it up, and Winnipeg down the other way. Kyle Connor's got a breakaway. Rich shot score! Connor wins it! 4-3 in triple overtime! And the Jets have swept the Edmonton Oilers! It's been a weird year with, you know, no fans and, and being in this sort of semi-bubble, and it's 
you know, a lot of work goes into this. Um, so it really, you know, once you get to the playoffs, it's it's the it's the fun it's the fun time of year and it's the the games you enjoy. So um, I don't think it was too uh, too hard to find the, the will tonight after after yesterday. Um, I mean, we're all you know good character guys in here. and We want to win. So um, you know, you got to be proud of the way we played. But I mean, we'll, it's not uh, you don't get a ton of chances to win in this league. So it's it's tough to watch another year go by without. Uh, I'll give it a chance. Triple overtime last night. The Winnipeg Jets beat the Oilers 4-3 and win the series in four straight games. To break it down a little bit more, we bring in uh, uh, our play-by-play voice, uh, Cam Moon, who joins us now. Cam, shock is the only way to describe what we've seen over the last week. It's crazy. <laughs> like it's, Absolutely. It's crazy. I, I don't know that I've ever watched a four-game sweep be that close you know three OT games the the first game I know the couple empty netters so that was a one goal game right down to the end uh, very disappointing um, I am, I'm surprised uh, it's it's amazing how cruel a mistress the, the playoffs can be uh, to be sitting and see a team that, that goes 12 and 5 in their last 17 and all of a sudden they're they're out after you know having playoffs which you know in play yeah. in, in playoffs over time it's five on five not three on three like regular season so so it's a, it's different um and you expect that it's you know a, a little bit of a coin flip that it would go the oilers way at some point especially last, i mean last night they had so many they had so many chances the chances in all the overtimes, but they most certainly had a lot last night. And, uh, yeah, for it to go that way, surprising. Yeah, yeah for and, sure. And yet, at the end of the day, it was still Winnipeg who won those games, right? They still swept mm-hmm. the order. So what was the difference? Because I know that, that, that you could say coin flip really tight, a couple of bounces here and there, but it was a sweep. So what was the difference? To me, it was Connor Hallibach and... I, I know I, I, I do tend to focus on net minding, but for a guy to have a, a 950 save percentage in the series, I mean, to me, that's the difference. Uh, it, and some of it, I, mean, I guess there's a little bit of good fortune for sure, but he played incredibly well. He, he When his team needed a big save or, or for him to be leaned on a little bit, he was, to me, the difference. Uh, yeah, the, the Jets have great depth at forward, which they absolutely do. Uh, and and they were able to to roll three lines, uh, of which all of them can score. Uh, that I, I absolutely note. But uh, to me, the difference, Connor Hellebuck, I thought, you know, the Oilers, Oilers big guys played well, played hard. What can you say about Darnell Nurse? He played played over an hour of straight hockey like that's absolutely crazy how much he played um, and was you know so effective and I thought Leon Dreisaitl Connor McDavid played well last night uh, Ryan Nugent Hopkins played really well last night those guys were all factors in the game but to me the biggest factor of the series is Connor Hellebuck yeah. You mentioned uh, depth scoring, Cam. I, I saw a stat, and maybe you know if it's if it's completely accurate or not. I I saw it on Twitter last night. The Oilers only scored two goals all series when Connor McDavid and Leon Drysaddle weren't on the ice. So they 
you know, they didn't score, they didn't get a ton, but they didn't get any no. help either. No, no, I, I, I thought those guys, I thought they played well. Um, you know, whatever the, whatever their statistical makeup was at the end of it. I mean, the, I thought the eye test was they played well. Um, uh, but yeah, you'd like to have, you'd like to have more uh, from from others. Yeah, I guess throughout the series for sure. But it's and it's tough. It's tough to have success if you don't have that. So yeah, that that definitely makes it um, difficult. Uh, but and, and I think the Jets do have more of that. They have it. It's certainly more, you know, spread out. Um, but to me, Golta, I mean, you talk about it in playoffs all the time. All time's got to be big. And Mike Smith was good. I mean, Mike Smith played well. He had a, uh, a little stretch there uh, when the, the Jets had their, their furious comeback in game three where uh, the fourth goalie might like to have back. But overall, I thought Mike Smith really gave them a, a great chance. Um, throughout the series, certainly last night. Oh my! I mean, he was making save after save after save on some really good opportunities for for Winnipeg. So, I mean, no fault there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you'd like to have a little bit more uh, spread out scoring, a little more depth scoring Absolutely. from the Oilers. Uh, you know what? And, and I asked for some some messages in on the text line, so I got a few. And mm-hmm. some of them, under uh, you know, I'm selling all my Oilers gear. I'm done. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. You always hear that at the end of it. Uh, a few others have said, what do you expect? They choke every year in the playoffs. So there, there is still some of that. But then uh, speaking of, of, of depth, et cetera, here's, here's a message came in. The Oilers have the right GM, a good coach. Uh, they call it the Shirelli effect. Uh, once the, the, the cap space problems are over, changes will be made. And that, that there is depth coming up with, with some good kids coming up. So they'll have some flexibility. But... You know, and again, it's oh yeah, but okay. Now this year is going to be different because now they're going to have some flexibility. But you, you still have to, as a fan, cling to to what hope there is, and that is that there is good depth coming up from within, and they will finally have some cap wiggle room. Oh, absolutely, yes. Uh, and, you know, certainly, you know, some contracts to be figured out, or and UFA guys to be figured out, like Ryan Nugent Hopkins, uh, like Adam Larson, like Tyson Berry. Uh, but we we did get to see. Evan Bouchard on defense and see what, a little bit this year and what he brings to the party and he brings plenty. Uh, Philip Broberg is, is in that category as well. We didn't get to see any of them, but I know that he's a guy that's up and coming and you know well on his way. Certainly, what we saw with Ryan McLeod was I thought very impressive. Uh, great speed, smart player, um, you know, very young player that uh, you're you're going to see more of uh, and will play a bigger role for sure. So yeah, there's, there, there's players uh, that are coming. There's, it, that, and that I think really does bode well. Uh, it shows that you know, the team's been drafting and developing. Ethan Bear and Caleb Jones are prime examples of guys that you know, weren't real high picks that have developed in the minors that are, 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 de- are come around yeah. to become you know really good players that are homegrown players you know through the Oilers organization I think that's like that's you know super positive I think for this team so yeah good thing yeah some things have to be figured out as far as contracts and and then you know there's there's free agents that will you know be free agents that 
you know, could end up in Edmonton. So yeah, lots of things to, to be figured out, but I do like, I really do like the, the direction things are going right now for sure. Alrighty, Cam, uh, been good chatting with you again. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, hey, we'll get to do it again in the fall. So Yeah, morning. I wish we were going longer. Yeah, I know. Well, I hear you. We all wish what we are you were gonna going do? longer. What are you going to do? Yeah, what <laughs> Up are you to next do? year, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> That's all you can do. That's right. Thanks, Cam. Thanks, Morley. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.